action. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. <laughs> if this is your first time here, please Thank you. like, follow, share. Um, to our loyal people, thank you so much for continuing to put up with us. Yes, we're almost at 100 on Facebook. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. I'm excited. Um, so this is our first episode with the after the rebranding. We are now What's the Vibe with What's Katie and the Amy. Vibe? I love it. I love it too. I think it's gonna give us a lot more visibility. Yeah. I think it it even though it's just What's the Vibe, I think it tells more about what we're doing. Yes, yes, yeah. that too. Oh my gosh, let me tell you a quick funny story about Bees Nuts podcast. So Jake took my car in to get it looked at because it's making funny noise. I don't know this story either. I just thought of it. And it, I have a magnet on the side of my car, we both do, that says Bees Nuts Podcast, Lafayette's favorite podcast, to like mark it. Yes. And he dropped my car off yesterday. We went to pick it up just a little bit ago, right before he got here. And he came back and he told me this story and said that he went in and was telling the lady at the counter, I'm here to pick up the car. My name is Jacob, whatever. And she goes, Jacob, the nuts. <laughs> and I was like, the like Jacob nuts, like your last name. And she's like, no, but the nuts on the, the nuts on the car. <laughs> and he said, I was so embarrassed. I said, did you ask her if she listened to the podcast? And he said, no. I love that that happened to Jake. <laughs> I know, me too. He got to experience what it's like to be a podcaster. That's what it's like to be attacked by a fan in public. <laughs> they just couldn't, they could barely the contain nuts? themselves. Where are they? <laughs> you don't look like one of the nuts. <laughs> Do you know them? <laughs> oh my gosh, I love them. I love that story. So yeah, I thought that was a fun story, but we're no longer These Nuts Podcast. We are rebranded, and I think we're both very excited. Yes. So, do you have anything else? No. <laughs> was I supposed to? Do I have something else? I'm just waiting for you to ask me. Oh, well, I do have one thing. I have a question to ask you. <laughs> Remember how long it took us to get down the intro and the outro of These Nuts podcast, and now we're rebranded and start over? <laughs> It'll be another six months, and then we can make it through one. Yes, Katie. <laughs> I'll never get it out. <laughs> Just one thing. <laughs> much, much, much later. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Should I call cut? Are we just gonna write this out? I mean, okay. <laughs> we've lasted this long. Okay. Yeah, Katie, I was just wondering what's the vibe? <laughs> Vibe is fangirling. Okay. Concerts. Pop country icon. Ooh, okay. 
So you mentioned last week that I got something exciting coming up. You said that um, you told us about Shania mm -hmm. and how she really paved the way for artists like Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I have been so excited to talk about Taylor Swift. I'm excited too. Okay, that's your celebrity crush. It's, that's my celebrity everything. She's so smart, so talented. Yeah. Yes. I can't wait to show the new vibers. <laughs> Giggle through this whole show. Pictures of you at the concert. Thank you. I told Katie I'm coming over here Friday for a whole photo shoot, so I'm gonna try to get him to do poses that I suggest. Oh, great! And then we'll show them on the podcast. Yes, yeah. So uh, June second, we're going to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour in Chicago. I'm so excited. This is gonna be our second Taylor Swift concert. Um, we went and saw Taylor Swift when she was touring for Reputation. Um, which was her last tour, but I don't really have a story. This is literally just going to be me fangirling about Taylor Swift for the next 40 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I'll listen. Thank you. A little bit about the concert. Let me thank you for your <laughs> the vibe. I'm looking at you attention. like you look at Taylor. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> yes. This, this woman is doing 52 stops along a tour in the USA alone over 10 albums, three hours for each concert. She's doing 44 songs. Oh my like, gosh. You don't just go to a concert and they're, first of all, they're not that long. No. They don't do that many songs and usually they're on one album. Yeah. And so she's doing 10 albums. And while she is doing this tour, she is re-recording, or she is recording music. I have seen so many pictures and videos of her walking into a recording studio in New York City. Um, and I just don't understand how she has enough time to No. I couldn't even remember how to do our intro that we just rehearsed. How is she learning new music, singing old music? She's doing and all, doing all of this, and what is the time span? Do you know that she's doing these fifty-two shows? So she started the I think it was the second week of March, and she's going through August. But then she's gonna they have the dates haven't been announced yet, but she's gonna go on an international tour. So wow. she's going to other countries to do these ten albums. Wow! And she still has time to break up. Get new boyfriends. Um, live, go to the gym. She's like, like, I got time dinner. for that. I got time to break some hearts. Right? You think she has time to come on the podcast? Yes. What's the vibe, Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah, I think she would. She'd make time. I think so, too. Yeah. Thank you. So, a couple of things that I want to tell you about the tour, and then a couple of things that I'm just going to share about Taylor Swift and her music, and then this wonderful game that we're going to play. Ooh. I'm going to test Amy and her Taylor Swift knowledge. Oh, okay. While I'm thinking about it, if we have any nutlets that are Swifties, well, they're not nutlets anymore. <laughs> Vipers sounds dirty. <laughs> if anyone is vibing with Taylor Swift. 
Comment below. <laughs> Thank you. I, I know there's at least one person out there. I've seen them repost things about Taylor's music and stories and things like that. So is that um, Emily? It is. Oh, hi, I Emily. She is just like, she's <laughs> just like us. I yeah. Think. She's. We'll have to have Emily on the show. She's like... Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, it would be fun. We'll have to see if she... If you're into it, Emily, comment below. Yes, please! <laughs> okay. So, something that I thought was very interesting. Taylor Swift, first of all, you know she loves Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that about her. Yes, you've shared that with me before. For anybody that doesn't know what an Easter egg is. She puts these little messages in her Instagram post, her music... Her tour, her outfits, her everything, everything that she does, she has a forethought of mm -hmm. how can I connect this with people or who is really yeah. paying attention. So something that I thought was kind of fun is, you know, before when you go to a concert, there's an opener mm -hmm. or two. She's got two. And then they usually leave the stage and just kind of play some random music. And then Taylor takes the stage. The last song that plays before she takes the stage is called You Don't Own Me by Leslie Gore, which fans think is a nod to her re-recording her albums. Oh, to Scooter Braun. To Scooter Braun. You Don't Own Me. Is it that old one? Like, you don't own me. Yes or no? It so, is. Yes, I think so. That was a good one. Yeah. I, man, it's like I'm sitting here with Leslie. I don't know the words, but I remember it from First Wives Club. Okay. Um, so, yeah, like, just like those little subliminal mm -hmm. things that she's putting everywhere. Who would think? Yeah. Who would think to really listen for that kind of thing? That's going to be the last. Oh, Taylor must be coming next. Yeah. So she must have done that on purpose because she's, nobody owns her, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. or her albums. Uh, not only that. But the first song on the set list is she comes out and sings with a song from her album Lover, which is Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. It's the last one that she, the last album that she's done, or I, yeah, the last, after Reputation. So she hasn't got to tour yet with that album. She's put out four since her last tour. Okay. But she starts... The tour with the lyrics. It's been a long time coming. Hmm. Isn't that great? Yes. Like, I don't understand how she thinks of these little things. She's really smart. She's markets herself brilliantly. She keeps everybody, just like what we're doing right now, talking about her little Easter eggs. <laughs> right. But let's talk about Ticketmaster. Let's. Let's, let's talk about it. Because you know it was not easy to get those tickets. I've been dying to talk about Ticketmaster. Have you? What do you what about Ticketmaster do you want to talk about? I'm just giving banter. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been coming? Um there are issues specifically with getting tickets released properly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I sat in the queue for tickets to the Taylor Swift concert for probably six hours. That's crazy. Six hours Amy of my life I mean you just you just lost six hours of a day you were just sitting here just sitting waiting here. waiting that's <laughs> I couldn't leave my house couldn't lose access to my internet you're devoted I yes, am you are devoted. I really try I know 
So a lot of people were really upset because they didn't get tickets um, because of the different pricing and Ticketmaster just basically shut down for several hours the day that her tickets went on sale. So I don't have a lot of details, but there is a lawsuit now with Ticketmaster um, just because, I mean, they should have come up. They Everybody knows how popular Taylor Swift right. is. I'm sorry. It wasn't a surprise that this was going to be hot. Yes. They should have come up with a better system to allow people to purchase tickets. Yeah. I mean, I get once they're gone, they're gone. Right. But why were you guys having to wait in a queue? Were they back in the background counting the tickets? How many we got left, Bob? <laughs> we're down to 22 first, first class. <laughs> they're called VIP. VIP. <laughs> yeah, so... I'm intrigued to see what comes of that, but mm. I'm very grateful because I know a lot of people did not get tickets. They were probably just as devoted as you. Yes. So I'm really grateful that we got two VIP tickets. Mm. So that's going to be so fun. Um, something that I am a little anxious about on the day of the concert is getting there. So... Mm -hmm. She doesn't yeah. take the stage until 8 o'clock, but Amy... You have to be there so early. Every single stop that she's been at... Well, I don't know about every single one, but I'm going to use the very first stop that she did in Arizona as an example. 70,000 people in the stadium watching Taylor perform, okay? Navigating to get into the stadium, to get out of the stadium. People could... were had initially planned like we're gonna get a hotel we're gonna take an uber to the stadium see her perform and then we'll get an uber to go home you couldn't even get ubers or lifts or anything i would i'm a lift driver yeah i would shut my shit off and go home never i'm not driving down there to that chaos the swifties out on the loose this and their glitter and their Pink dresses. Thank you. I'm fucking going home. Beep. Sorry. <laughs> we mean business. No, I know. They're, they're crazed and, and happy, but yeah. it's still going to be chaos. Well, bumper to bumper. Dangerous. How? Are, I, I'm expecting it to take a minimum of, it, of an hour to even get out of the parking lot. Mm -hmm. That's why I told Jacob we're going to take a cooler. Good. We're going to have snacks. We're going to take 15 chargers mm -hmm. and, you know... I would take some adult diapers, too. Possibly. I would have to. You know, I gotta go to the bathroom every 10 minutes. I know. Damn. So, not only 70,000 people in the stadium, not last week, but the week before, I don't know, I get them confused because almost every single weekend, she's doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday shows, Gosh. and people are crazy about live streaming the shows on TikTok. Mm -hmm. So, I kind of get them confused, but... She recently did a show in Nashville, 70,000 people in the stadium, Taylor Swift there, celebrities there, her parents, 20,000 people outside the stadium. Just hanging out? So, and they could hear her. Singing 
to 100,000 people practically. Katie, you should have got a hotel. It's oh. going to be so rough. Oh. Honest to goodness, I'm so glad you said about the cooler and stuff. I would take a blanket. Yeah. I would... I'm just I'm like, wake me up when this part. I was gonna say clear. you should feel more sorry for Jacob because yeah. he's the driver. You just don't even leave your parking spot. Yeah. I wouldn't even start trying. No. Yeah. So, a hundred thousand people. I did the math. Man. Over her fifty-two shows in the U.S. alone, she's probably gonna be singing to five million people. Wow! Isn't that wild? Yeah. Could you imagine being Taylor Swift? No! With my anxiety, there's no way. Some nights I just can't do it. I'm too nervous. Can't do it. Jake said one of his friends went to Nashville the week of the concert. I think it was two weeks ago. And she didn't go to the concert, but was there for like a bachelorette party or something. And was saying the Swifties are like a cult. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they are that dedicated, they are yeah. that devoted, it's crazy. So I'm really excited because every single night she does two surprise show, two surprise songs. So there's been so many. I can't wait to hear which surprise songs we're gonna get. I really have no idea. A lot of people have guesses. Yeah. Like on Mother's Day, she sang "The Best Day," which is a song she wrote for her mom, one yeah. of her first albums, which is. Not surprising to guess that, but yeah, I have no idea. Hmm. Let's. I'm gonna try to come up with guesses okay. based on Chicago, based on the yeah. date, based on whatever else I can think of that's pertinent. Okay. I'm gonna try to give two guesses, and then we'll see how I do. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> do you want me to give you the set list so you know not to that, guess those songs? Yes, that would okay. be helpful. <laughs> that would be very helpful. To the. A recent, like, not controversy, but something that happened at one of her shows. Did you see with the security guard? No. I, since I've been oh, on TikTok. Yes! I have barely been on TikTok. Amy. Mm, what is it? I can't wait. I'm going to send you this clip, and then I'll, I'll include it in the, um, in the video. But Taylor Swift is up singing Bad Blood. Do you know that song? Yes. Because now we got bad blood. I don't think we can solve it. It's just like that. Yes. Yes. Just like that. I'm... Oh, Taylor. I know. Taylor. (laughs) Why are you trying to go to a concert? This is free. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I embrace my tone deafness. I love it. Honestly, I get a song daily. And if I didn't... When Amy and I used to work in different offices, <laughs> yes. if I was having a bad day, I'd pick up my phone and be like, will you just sing me a quick song? And she'd sing me two lyrics and then hang up the phone. And it was it's perfect. You, you have a lot of originals, a lot of songs I personally wrote. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't want to pressure you, but do you have an original? <laughs> no, I didn't bring any of my notes today. <laughs> bring your guitar next time. I will. Thank you. I would like to request... Hey there, Delilah. Okay. Okay. I can do Hey there, Delilah on the guitar. No problem. So, at one of her recent shows, she was up singing Bad Blood, Mm -hmm. much like you did. Not quite as good as you. (laughs) And what happened? I'm dying. So, there was these girls in the front row. They were, like, up against and touching the gate. Mm Mm-hmm. Fine. There's several feet of space between the gate and the stage where Taylor is at. And they weren't, like, trying to climb over it or anything. But there was a security guard there that did not like it. 
and he I guess he was just kind of being an ass the whole night and so he was like pushing the girls away and things like that but Taylor noticed uh -oh. and so she's literally singing a song to 70,000 people and she sings a couple lyrics of bad blood and then she says hey stop and then she sings a couple more lyrics and she says she wasn't doing anything and then she sings a couple more lyrics and says stop again like four times Oh my God, I just grew so, like, and more in love with Taylor's. I love a woman that says yes. what's on her mind and sticks up for the little guy. Right. Okay. So, so did he freaking stop? He, did, he was escorted out of the stadium for messing with those girls. Damn. And Taylor's team gave her and her friends free tickets to the next night show. Dang. I know. That's great. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I'm going to send you the video because it is, it's just like, she's singing, yelling, singing, yelling, and then she's just back to performing like nothing happened. What is that guy's problem? I, he, I don't know. I don't know if he had a problem with Taylor Swift or... The empath in me is always like, I wonder what was going on. <laughs> What's going on, sir? Did, Did you have a bad day? catch your wife in bed with your best friend? Oh, what is no. the problem? <laughs> I mean, to be that angry, to pick on tweens, it feels like. And Taylor I mean, they were grown women. Um, not in my story. They were babies. They were in fifth grade. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. Oh, so, yeah, I wanted to include that because I, didn't, I wasn't sure if you heard of that. No. But I thought you would appreciate it. She does. She did just see it and make it known that I she was like a fan. And she was in charge of that concert. Yeah, this is my show. Right. My show, bitch. Something fun that I thought I could share is just a couple of celebrities that have been to the Eras okay. Tour. And then um, I might put a couple of clips in because Emma Stone, Gigi Hadid, Selena Gomez, who's besties with Taylor, mm -hmm. went to the concert. Reese Witherspoon, Billy Joel, Emma Watson, Shania Twain. No. Yes. Oh, I love that. Um, and Mariska. Oh, Mariska! I love Mariska. I know. Mm, target tag. Yes. So you know that Mariska, well, I don't know if you know this, but Ellen Pompeo, Selena Gomez, and several other famous, like, strong women mm -hmm. were in Taylor Swift's music video for Bad Blood. Oh, I forgot about that. I, I know I knew it at one time. But. Yeah. So, like, everybody that's been to that video, Gigi, or been to the concert, like Gigi Hadid, they were all in the video. But I thought it was really cool because... Marishka, there were several videos that I found on the internet when she went to the concert. First of all, people were fangirling over of her. Of course. Could you imagine getting to go to a Taylor Swift concert and getting to see her? I'd be torn because I'm such a super fan of Marishka. <laughs> right. <laughs> she raised me on Law and Order. Same. <laughs> Seriously. It was really fun, though, because she posted a video to Instagram of her singing along to the song, The Man. Have you heard of that one? Mm -mm. Oh, you would love it, Amy. You have to go listen to it. Okay. It's a very woman-empowering song. Okay. Um, basically, like, if a man can do it, so can I. Yes, ma'am. And Mariska oh. was just really into the song and singing it. So... I
I want you to go and watch it. Well, but. I you fun fact. Yeah. Tell me if you know this. Taylor Swift has a cat named Olivia Benson. Benson. <laughs> yes. And for our Grey's Anatomy lovers, which I am, she has one named Meredith Grey. Oh, yeah, that's cute. Okay. I know they're so cute. Okay, I've got two more things to discuss, and then we're gonna get to this very fun mystery wall that I cannot wait for you to play. Yeah, thanks for putting that together, Katie. This looks fun. You, you really inspired okay. me. So something that's so sweet about Taylor in one of her more recent albums is she wrote a song called Marjorie. Are you familiar nope. with the song? Do you know anything about it? So Taylor's late grandmother's name is Marjorie Aww. and the song is just all about her. Um, one of the lyrics says she still visits me sometimes if only in my dreams. Oh I think I have heard this have song. Yeah. This is um, the way you sang it just now. Thank it made you. It, made it click in. There's a couple more lyrics. Oh, I'm ready. I'll, I'll try to sound just like her okay. in a second. <laughs> um, Taylor, or er, Marjorie passed away a year before Taylor signed her first ever record label. Oh, darn it. She was an opera singer, I think. She, I'm pretty sure it was opera. Just an amazing singer. Mm -hmm. And I've seen an older picture of her, like, from when Marjorie was younger and she looks so much like Taylor. Aww. It's so cute. Um, but then the another lyric says, if I didn't know better, I think you were singing to me now. And something that is so cool is not only in the album, but on tour when Taylor is singing that, she puts her grandma's songs, mm. her grandma singing, in the background for like the whole stadium to, oh, to hear. That's so I know, like, it's goosebumps. That's really, really sweet. Yeah, so she just feels seems like or feels like she found a really great way to honor her. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That's beautiful. Like, to fill a 70,000 person stadium. Yeah. She's not even here. So yeah. Very cool. I thought I would share that with you. Now I'm going to get to some not so fun Taylor Swift stuff. Taylor Swift has had a lot of relationships. Hmm. And I'm not one to judge. Why is that not fun? I think it's fine. I think it is, too. Um, good for you, girl. You can do whatever you want when you're doing a tour to 90,000 people, yeah. 10 albums, whatever. Yeah. But I want to talk about her most recent or current relationship. Okay. And why I'm upset. Okay. <laughs> because it's not me. Oh, you you like this guy? Who no. Is it? Oh. No, I meant it's not me dating Taylor. Oh. <laughs> six or seven years. That was so low-key because I didn't know about it till the end. Really? I mean, I'm not a super fan like you, yeah, though, but still, I felt like I would have, because I do keep up on pop culture, so. Yeah, they did keep it very quiet. They 
I think first got together right before the pandemic and then when the pandemic hit she just kind of went quiet mm-hmm. until she was releasing a couple of albums um but still it was it was very low-key yeah but six years that's a long time it is well they recently broke up how sad I am actually kind of sad because she is now allegedly, I haven't spoken to Taylor or her people, okay. so I haven't confirmed, um, <gasps> but has she has been seen linked to Maddie Healy. You know who he is? Maddie Healy. No. He's not cute, first of all. I wish I had a picture of him on this wall, but he's not an ex, so. <laughs> Let's see. I want to look at him. Yeah, look at him. But I'm not shallow like you, Katie, so I'll probably see him differently. What did you say about Mutt Lang <laughs> last dog. week? He's a dog. <laughs> this, yeah, look. He him. looks a lot older than her. He's gross. And let okay. me tell you why. Okay. I was hoping there was a reason. <laughs> yeah, there is, I don't know how many numbers A through L is. But plenty of reasons for us not to like him. Okay. And I'm really disappointed in Taylor, but everybody, I'm not in her relationship. Everybody can change, so maybe he has changed. But they did very briefly date back in 2014 for like a month or two. He is the front man for a band called the 1975. Um, But they just decided they were better as friends or it didn't work out. I don't know why they split. I would reach out for comment from Taylor. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, I will. I'll see, I'll see what I can get. <laughs> so, just a couple of days after Joe and Taylor went public with their breakup, Maddie was spotted at the VIP tent on the Eras tour in Nashville. He went to all three shows that week. And even performed with one of her opening acts. They've since been seen like on different outings together, holding hands. They've been seen she's going into the studio. He's right behind her. So it very much seems like they are together. A couple of things that he has done that I just feel like Taylor is a woman of equality. Like she she literally has a song called You Need to Calm Down about... Mm-hmm. People being gay and yeah. how it's not a big deal. That's why I just, this doesn't, this seems off to me. So, Maddie, just days before the International Holocaust Remembrance Day in January, was accused of doing a Nazi salute while marching on stage during one of his shows. The same month, he posted a screenshot of a Wikipedia page, and all it said was, list of Jews. He says it it was a joke, like, (laughs) yeah, I don't feel like discrimination is funny. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Genocide is hilarious. Thank you. I'm confused. I'm not understanding either. Maybe it was a joke, but if it was just that one incident, like, maybe I could look past it. But in February, he appeared on the Adam Freeland show. I don't know who that is. I'm glad because apparently Adam, I'm going to assume, is the host. Yeah, based on the title of the show. Thank you. He made a series of racist comments throughout the show. 
and then encouraged, or no, I'm sorry, he did make a series of racist comments on the show. Maddie found it hilarious, then encouraged him to mock people of other ethnicities. And then they went on to um, like stereotype and mock ice spice. Do you know who that is? Ice spice? Mm -hmm. You probably know some of her songs from TikTok. She's a singer. But if you just look her up, they they were making so many references to the way she looks like she could be from other cultures and was just like really, really talking down on her and just how, just the way she looks. The episode was so offensive of that podcast that Apple and Spotify removed it. It is, however, still on YouTube. I did not watch it. I'm not really interested in watching it, but. Ooh, what's Taylor doing? Maybe that's not even it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what? not even it. Okay. Um, he makes fun of people for how they look, which I'm looking at Ice Spice right now. She has perfect symmetrical features. Right. She has like caramely brown skin. She has adorable red curly hair. Mm -hmm. There's no issues with the way she looks. No. So just for those listening, in case you were wondering like why, there's no reason other than she is clearly a woman of color. Or I think. Yes. Yes. I believe she is. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm ready for the next thing. No, it's okay. So, I don't know where in a timeline this has fallen, but he was on stage with his band, and he was talking to, like, the crowd and teasing about how he was going to go off on a racist rant, and then said, I don't think it's racist to say, and then his band cut him off and started playing music. What the So, hell? what was he about to say? Interesting. Um, and then throughout his tour, because he is on tour right now as well, he's come under scrutiny for kissing unsuspecting women. He can catch these hands. In 2016, he says that he leaves people puzzled by his messiah complex. Oh, Lord. What year? 2016. Um, he also posted a screenshot to his Instagram that said, which I will probably cut that out for the for the public episode. Oh my god! This man. Not only that, but he has literally talked about Taylor Swift herself. Oh, okay. So he said they were somebody was interviewing him at one point and like talking about like you dated Taylor Swift. What was that like? And he said she wasn't really a big impact on my life. And if I had properly gone out with Taylor Swift, the first thing I would have thought, which I'll probably take out, says, What is Taylor doing, Amy? Is this a rebound? It what better if, be a what rebound. if she's revenge dating him? What if, she's got some sort of master plan. <laughs> she is a mastermind. This next song's about to be real crazy. I'm just blown away. Man. Does Taylor Swift know what Google is? I would be Googling that man. And I'd see that one line about how it's demasculating to date me. And I'd be like, well then, Bye. cut this out. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. 
I just, I don't, I don't get, like I said, people change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe some of that stuff was 10 years ago. Some of it was six months ago. But I just, I don't, it's just mind-blowing to me because she's such a woman of. Her reputation. Yes. And her presentation. Mm-hmm. And, and No, I believe people can change. I, I have changed, but the recent stuff with making fun of this young woman who's trying, just trying to make it in the music business, dude, that, that bothers me the most because yeah. you're not changed if you're still doing it. Right. Yeah. Mm. He did later go on to apologize to her, but yes. yeah, it doesn't nope, matter. We don't me. accept. We don't <laughs> Thank accept, you. Maddie. Thank you. On behalf of myself, Katie, and Ice Spice. We do not accept it's your a apology. No from us. Yep, we've all decided. So that's like the only negative thing that I have about Taylor. Other than that, she is ten out of ten. Nobody can be as great as she is. But I do want to move on to the last little bit. This wonderful, fun game and her ex-boyfriend. Okay. I'm excited to play your game. I <laughs> can't wait. So. I'm about to pop these pictures down so you can see who these ex-boyfriends are. Yesterday, I sent Amy a playlist that I custom made for her. It was so romantic. <laughs> Nobody sent me a playlist in a long time. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't burn it on a CD. <laughs> I know, right? I love you so much. Yes. It had a little Polaroid of us on it. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but they were all songs that Taylor wrote about her exes. So I have a list of songs here that I want Amy to tell us where these songs go with which okay. okay. And I didn't Google. I did nothing. You I didn't? didn't? No, nothing. So I do have a little bit of, like, tidbits of information about some of the X's oh, okay. that I'll share with you as well. Okay. So the first one oh. we have is... I know this one. I do know this one. I I think I got this one. Something so fun about Taylor. Taylor and Taylor. So cute. Taylor Square. How cute is that? That is what they went by. Yes. Taylor Lautner, not Taylor Swift, is now married to a Taylor, and they're both Taylor Lautner. Oh. How fun is that? I didn't know he was married. He is probably one of my favorite exes. Yes, me too. Um... My least, well, no, my second to least favorite ex. This does not even look like the same man. No, it doesn't. Those two. Um, this is John Mayer. Trash. Trash. Fun fact: when they what? dated, let me. Yeah, yeah, you tell your fun fact, then I'll tell why I say he's trash. He was thirty-two. She was nineteen. Ooh, that's trash. That's trash. Um, why I say John Mayer is trash is. After he broke up with Jennifer Aniston, he did that Playboy magazine story. Oh, Do you know about this? No. And was it? And Jessica Simpson. Oh. And just went into detail about their sex life. Oh my god! It was very complimentary stuff. I probably would have been like, "That's right, <laughs> that's right." But they were very offended and embarrassed. And I, yeah, yeah. Probably, that's probably would probably be. I good. would have called him up and said, "Thanks for the PR. My phone will not stop ringing." <laughs> <laughs> but they were not happy. Uh, yeah, he's trash. He's trash. Um, Calvin Harris. Okay, recent. Also recent. trash. Trash. I think you're gonna be surprised by this one. 
Oh. Cory Monty? Cory Monty. Remember yesterday when I said, did you ever watch Glee? And I said I had to stop watching Glee when I found out we lost. What was his name on the show? I had never watched Glee. Oh, you didn't watch Glee? No. Oh, it was like Trip or something. I It wasn't. <laughs> yes, really, Jim. <laughs> I don't know what his name No, was, it wasn't but Trip, but. They only dated for about a month. Okay. I Yeah. I'd give him a month. <laughs> My favorite ex, okay. Joe Jonas. Aw, Joe Jonas. So fun. So a couple of things about Joe Jonas. Um, he broke up with Taylor Swift over a 30-second phone call. She then went on Ellen and roasted him. Um, since then, things have all been patched up. Taylor even, he has actually recently been married and had two kids. Mm. Um, but Taylor went on. Is he married to Priya? No, that's Nick oh, Jonas. Okay. But I'm appreciating that you're... I'm okay. into the Jonas Brothers. Thank you. Um, no, so even... So recently, as Taylor wrote one of the songs on her new album, and she had mentioned in there something about, like, we used to date, now I send your baby's presents. Aww. Because when she... When he had his first baby, she did send them gifts. Aww. So I thought that was cute. Nice. And now the Jonas Brothers are going on a mini version of the Eras Tour. Their five albums. Okay. So I'm thinking about going to that one, too. Oh, that would be fun. Um, I'm going to skip that one for now. Okay. The Worst X. We have Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal behind me. I turned my back to him. Absolute trash. Mm -hmm. I want that red scarf back, Jake. <laughs> we want it back. Um, I'm going to start writing songs about all my exes. They'd just be so many bad words. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. <laughs> then we'll put them up here. <laughs> we'll have to guess which one goes to which. This song called is You Owe Me Money. <laughs> Okay, I brought it, Katie. Thank I brought you. the engagement today. You have Mr. Tom Hiddleston. Okay. Who I believe is Captain... No, not Captain America. That's Chris Hemsworth. We learned we that on the first episode. We never get those right. I don't know. He's in the Marvel something okay. or another. Um, This one here. These last three are just a couple, couple of honorable mentions. Okay. Is what I'm going to call them. <laughs> Kanye. Okay, now we've got a picture of Kanye West up here cutting her off at the VMAs. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, he's absolute trash. If he was an ex, I would he would be below Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Do you know who this man is? No, who's this man? This man is responsible. For why Taylor's so successful today. Then let, that's got to be Mr. Scooter Braun. Mr. Scooter Braun. Okay. Who sold Taylor's albums out from underneath her, would not allow her any rights. But thanks to Miss Kelly Clarkson, who had the amazing idea to re-record, Taylor has decided to do so. Love it. Last and sadly least. Oh, no! <laughs> not the paper. <laughs> Mr. Joe all win. Oh, okay. I don't have any songs that I want you to guess are of him. I can tell you my wall of shame would not look this good. <laughs> yeah, they are. They do look pretty good, <laughs> yeah. don't they? So, a couple of um, songs. Mm. You tell me where you think Mr. Perfectly Fine should go. Who 
did she write that song about? Can I table it and come back? You can because this one I'm not confident about. So I'm going to come back to Mr. Perfectly Fine. Okay, and some of them will have more than one. Oh, oh my. Okay, thank you for that. Never. We are never, never ever getting back together. Never, never, ever, ever. Okay. Well, it's not going to be the more current guys. Right. She was never with him. Yep. Oh. Hmm. She wouldn't say that about Taylor, even though they're not. I'm going to go. Oh, no. I just realized I forgot an X. <laughs> Do I have a song that doesn't have the right X? Damn. <laughs> not yet, but you might. You might have to throw that one out. I'm going to go John Mayer. I may change my mind at the okay. end. Mine. <gasps> Mine. Yes. Do you know that song? Sing me a little bit of it. Oh, gosh. Mm -mm. This is getting ready to come out on her next re-record or re-release July 7th. Speak now. Um, so you'll probably learn it very quick. I'm sure it'll be all over TikTok. I'm going with Corey. Because, yeah. It's not sadly, really a breakup song. Sadly, he's gone. Yeah. And so that just, I don't know, that feels right to me. It is. That's the only song that Corey has. So Aww. I will tell you that is okay. correct. Okay, I got that one correct. Yay. All Too Well. The 10-minute song. One of my favorites. That's the one that says December. No, no. <laughs> Can I Google lyrics? Yeah, do you want me to play you a little bit? Oh, yeah, play me a little bit. All too well. Did you listen to that 15-minute song? Or that no. 10 minutes? You skipped it? I couldn't go I all 10 minutes. You know I have ADD. All too well. This is fun. Upstate. <laughs> what does upstate do for you? <laughs> I know they had some issues upstate too. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do very good. Yeah, I'm going to come back to All Too Well. Sorry, I got stuck on that one. I'm really sad that I forgot an X. You might have to just... Style from 1989 is about Mr. Harry Styles. Oh, darn it. I could have got that one. There is now rumors that she is re-recording that album, and he's going to be on it with her, oh, which I think is so fun. That'd be fun. Better Than Revenge. Also from Speak Now, but again, not Better Corey. Better Than Revenge. Do you know that song? No. Do you need me to play you a little, a little bit? A little bit, yeah. This is hard. I wanted to go Kanye on this one so far. These two only have one song. I think everybody else has... No, that's not true. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna go Jake. Okay. He seems like he could be stolen. He, he should be. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were trouble. Yeah, I know you knew that song. Oh my gosh. 
I'm gonna go this guy. Tom Hiddleston? Yeah. Okay. Also, Harry Styles, are we out of the woods? In the song, she literally says, hit the brakes too soon, 20 stitches in the hospital room because they got into a car accident oh, together. Oh, no. Yeah. This one, vigilante shit. Vigilante shit? I'm going to go Kanye. Okay. This one's going to be really hard. It's called Dear John. I'm going to go John Mayer. <laughs> okay. Look what you made me do. I'm gonna go this guy. I may switch some stuff around. Okay. Can also be this guy. No, cause no, no, no. I'm switching. <laughs> Look what you made me do to Scooter Braun. Okay. Back to December. Okay, that's my guy Taylor Lautner. Okay, I know thank that you. one. I know yes. that one. I, a second ago, she was literally singing, Back to December. <laughs> Isn't that what the song is? No. no. <laughs> Getaway car. Getaway car. Hmm. Is this a newer song or an older song? That is somewhere in the middle. It's on Reputation. I'll go Joe since I haven't, or I'm sorry, this guy, Nick. Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Jonas. <laughs> Last one. I did something bad. Dang. I did something bad. Okay, I'm going to go here. Okay. Mr. Perfectly Fine, I'm going to go here to Taylor. Okay. And all too well... I mean, some of them don't have anything, so I don't feel like I'm right. I'll go him up there. Okay. Okay, how'd I do? Terrible. <laughs> so, Terrible. Taylor Lautner is back to December. Uh, that's the only one. Oh. Fun fact, Taylor Lautner was recently interviewed, and somebody said, how do you feel about Taylor's free record for... Speak Now, which is the next album coming mm -hmm. out. He was on that album. Okay. And he said, I feel safe, but I'm worried about John. I'm praying for John. Taylor knows that Taylor's not out to get him, uh -huh. that John is going down. Good. Mr. Perfectly Fine is about Joe Jonas. Okay. Um, that was a song that's called From the Vault when she's doing these re-releases. Okay. She's including additional songs that weren't on the We're never original. released. Okay. Um, he loves this song. Oh, good. So does his wife, so that's fun. Okay, that's good. Um, what do we have next? Never Getting Back Together is about Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I should have known that. <laughs> you, I think you almost put it there. Darn it. Dear John is, of course, about Mr. John Mayer. Okay. All Too Well. I missed it when I played you the song. Oh. The very first lyric is something about where's his red, where's her red star? Oh, she wants no. it back. Oh, darn I left it. it at your sister's house. So that's Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Mine for Corey. Um, Getaway Car is actually about Calvin Harris. Oh, oh I'm sorry. That's not correct. <laughs> I don't even know. Getaway Car is about Tom Hiddleston. Okay. And then vigilante shit. Yeah. 
is actually about Scooter, and look what you made me do is about Kanye. Darn it! You were so close. Mixed them up. You did have the right idea, but um, what else do we have? Better than Revenge is about John Mayer, and then we have I did something bad. It's about Calvin Harris, and I knew you were trouble. Was also about John Mayer. Dang, John! So. This has been another game of Taylor Swift's ex. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was kind of fun, but she's, I mean, and there were more, Amy. Like, I did. Oh, I'm sure. I did not. <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> I, think, I thought it was super fun that I was able to, like, tear the papers away and reveal their face. I love that, the drama. Yes. Later, we might make a TikTok with that. I think that might be fun, but. That's all I have about Taylor Swift. Come back with all the updates oh, and the episodes. Yeah. I'll tell you what our surprise songs were. Um, we're going to do friendship bracelets and pass them out to people. Because that's a thing that all the Swifties are doing. So, I'm Try excited. Give me a couple. Okay. I'll be friends with the Swifties. It's a cult. You have to join. <laughs> but, okay. That's all I've got. <coughs> so, tell me. Amy, what's the vibe? What's your vibe? Cloning. Cloning. The devil. Is Taylor Swift evil? Hold on. Did you just hear about everything I talked about? Were you even in this room? Well, it's Kate, I wanted to tell you about a few things. Okay. Just for your safety as you approach the concert. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever heard the conspiracy theory that Taylor Swift has a lot of satanic or Illuminati symbols in her shows. No. She has a lot of Easter eggs. But Illuminati? That's I've seen that on TikToks. I've seen that on Google. No. I don't know how you call yourself a Swifty and not know that she could potentially be the clone of the high priestess of the Church of Satan. All hail Satan. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that on yes. We're joking. Don't be scared. Come back. Come back. Um, <laughs> the walls start bleeding. So that really is a conspiracy theory. I, I tell me more. Convince me of this conspiracy theory. No, I'm well. I'm more going to tell you about one specific piece of the conspiracy okay. theory. So we can do some more research on the Illuminati symbols and the demonic yeah, symbolization. That, that I should have included a little bit of that. But I am so obsessed with this woman right here. I'm going to show you a picture of okay. her. Zena LaVey. Okay. And she is, in fact, the high priestess. Oh, my gosh. The high priestess of the Church of Satan. Formally. She has renounced that position. That looks like a picture out of Taylor Swift's yearbook. Almost. And then here's another. Wow. Here's another. Wow. So, I'm sure if you're watching, Katie's going to have pictures of this woman that I'm showing her on the screen. Yes. But if you're just listening, I'll just tell you that this is pictures of Zena LaVey from the 1980s. And she looks very similar to Taylor Swift. Similar face structure, similar 
not only physical appearance, but the way they present themselves okay. with the red lipstick. Yeah. And I know you've seen Taylor like with the braid off to the side mm-hmm. or her hair or the bob. Yeah. I mean, I could you can find pictures and put them side by side with them just looking and standing and presenting very similar. That's crazy. And so when people kind of started noticing or remembering Zena LeVay, because she's been out of the spotlight since the 80s. Okay. I mean, you can't help but see the comparisons. That's weird. Physically. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she looks... I think it for me, it's the mouth, mm-hmm. because they both have very similar shaped mouths. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, and it, I wish there was more pictures of Taylor. I guess there's a few here, but... Yeah, like you can find a picture of her looking just yeah. like this with like the wispy hair, the braid, the pin back hair. I mean, they just, because you might look like somebody, but I wear my hair this way and they have, yeah. you know, but they just, even their styles look very That's similar. That's crazy. Which I'm not going to lie, Zena wears a lot of black. I'm into that look as myself. So yeah, me too. She's fine. Doesn't mean I'm the devil or anything. <laughs> so... I thought it'd be fun if I just told you a little bit about Zena and kind of her story. Okay, tell me more. So Zena, I'm gonna come back to that picture, but she is the daughter of Anton LaVey and Diane Hegarty. Um, Anton LaVey was her dad, and he is the original founder of the Church of Satan. Oh. And he actually wrote the, I don't know, would it be called a demonic Bible? I guess the book of Satan. I didn't really know that was a thing. So (laughs) welcome to devil worshiping 101. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought this was a cute little picture that you might like to see. This is not actually baby Zena, but a reenactment of her baptism. She was the first ever child to be baptized in the name of Satan. Well, that we know. (laughs) I have questions, but I'm going to hold them until the end because you might be answering some of them. But yeah, interesting. Interesting. You'll have to send me those some of those pictures so I can share. Oh yeah, I'll send you this whole PowerPoint that I made for you. But so you know, place yourself in baby little baby Zena's world. (laughs) Her dad's literally the head of the Satanistic church, and her. So is her mom. Actually, they're both into this wild. Right. And I have a theory, and it's just a theory. Okay. That they're not really devil worshippers. I mean, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But the reason why I say that is because they're both carnies and oh, just okay. just liars by nature. They lied about everything about their backstory. And I think, especially in the 80s, with something that they called satanic panic, which I can, I'll talk more about that in a minute. But... um <laughs> It sounds like a hair color. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'd like satanic panic on the top and then some highlights underneath. <laughs> Why? I'm sorry. Okay. Ooh, it does sound like a hair color. But um, I think they saw that, that that was getting a lot of attention. People were like, what's this devil worshiping right. that's going on? And they really used it as a way to get notoriety and fame and money. Okay. 
Because, I mean, they just wanted to make it. They were, gonna do they were a little cuckoo, too. So Because I think if they were perfectly sane and had this, like, quirky idea, might have worked out better for them. But I think they were just weird. But So this is a picture of baby Zena. Okay. And she grew up in a house that was, like, in a residential neighborhood in California. I might have this city when I keep reading, but... Um, they just painted the whole house black. And that was before there was anything trendy or anything. You know what I mean? It'd be like driving right. down in the 80s, all these like regular houses with their little white picket fences. And they just had everything blacked out. Black. And they what? decided to raise these little baby lions. I see that. I was going to ask mm -hmm. you about the lions if that was a part of the their act. Yeah. <laughs> or what? So this is her with one of those lions when she was She's little. Cute. She's cute. So, I'm going to read you, this is off the official website of the Church of Satan. Just because I wanted to kind of explain what it is. Well, she's surfing the website of the official Church of Satan. I'm probably on a list now. <laughs> oh, great. So, welcome to the official website of the Church of Satan. Founded on April 30th, 1966 by Anton Zandor LeVay. We are the first above-ground organization in history openly dedicated to the acceptance of man's true nature, that of a carnal beast, living in a cosmos that is indifferent to our existence. To us, Satan is the symbol that best suits the nature of who we are, carnal by birth. People who feel no battles raging between our thoughts and feelings, we who do not embrace the concept of a soul imprisoned in a body, he represents pride, liberty, and individualism, qualities often defined as evil by those who worship external deities, who feel there is a war between their minds and emotions. As Anton LaVey explained in his classic work, The Satanic Bible, man, using his brain, invented all the gods, doing so because many of our species cannot accept or control their personal egos, feeling compelled to conjure up one or a multiplicity of characters who can act without hindrance of guilt upon whims and desires. So it goes on to say some more, but Anton LaVey, who started the Church of Satan, yeah. used to, he, not, well, yeah, he, no, I think he's still alive, played the organ. Okay. And he would play the organ, like, um, at bars or in the subways or whatever. And he would also play it in church. I was going to say, hold on. Do I not know what an organ is? Because I thought it was like a massive piano. Yeah. yeah. How's he playing it in a bar in a subway? They had them there. It was the, it was the, <laughs> it was the, the 70s. They were wild. <laughs> but he said that he would see the street people or the bar people, you know, hooking up, taking people home the night before, yeah. getting drunk. Um, overeating, just like all the sins, you know, sins. sins. And then he would see them Sunday when he's playing the organ at church and they're asking for forgiveness. Then the next weekend, he'd see them back at the bar again doing that exact same behavior or on the streets. doing right. that. And he just said, you know, let's just cut out the middleman. What, what's the point? Right. You're still doing it. You know, so his thought was, I'm just, I'm not going to ask for forgiveness. I'm just going to do what I want. Right. And I'm going to call it Satanism. God. I'm sorry, but there is one there's one thing to do what you want, commit sins, mm -hmm. and not practice religion. But there's a whole nother there's a whole nother thing to commit sins 
and worship Satan. I don't, I don't, okay. <laughs> Katie, come on. Let me educate you about devil worshiping. Tell me. Not really. I, that's, I just wanted to tell you what it was, and then I'm going to get back to Zena here a little bit. Because, I mean, she didn't have a choice in this. She's just indoctrinated into this wackadoodle shit from birth. And then baptized to be the first little high priestess. It's crazy. <laughs> so, and, and then her parents were just chaotic. I mean, <laughs> right? Enough said. No way. They seem very chill. <laughs> Could you imagine he's wearing like a black cloak at her soccer game? <laughs> like the Grim Reaper? He's got a sickle coaching D-ball. <laughs> Yeah, stuff was not normal. It wasn't a happy little childhood. It was dark. There were tigers. And mom and dad did not care what they did. Okay. So by 14, she was completely indoctrinated by the Church of Satan. She, she herself received death threats regularly and was pregnant. All by 14. Wow. Yep. So, Zena gave birth to her son, Stanton Zaharoff LeVay, on January 18th, 1978, when she was 14. Man. Sorry, I lost my spot. There's one... Uh, it, okay, it's... You commit sins, okay? But do you not have morals? Like, how, what, how are they saying what sin is too far to commit? Because I'm sorry... In my mind, if you're worshiping Satan, you're murdering people. Right. Like, you're committing crimes. Not just getting drunk on the weekends. Well, I'll talk more about that and kind of what they had to say about that. So this is Zena's later reflection on the early days of Satanism. She said, My father was experimenting with various gimmicks. Holding Friday night lectures, he referred to as the magic circle. He was hosting burlesque shows with strippers dressed up as witches and vampires, but nothing that was necessarily satanic. Just because you have a a stripper dressed like a witch doesn't mean... He had a pet lion he would take around with him on the streets of San Francisco. So So he was really doing whatever he could to market himself locally. It wasn't until a publicist wrote a story about him that referred to him as the first priest of Satan, that he got the idea that he could start his own religion. Okay. It was very similar to the way L. Ron Hubbard started Scientology. And the same way all of these cults spring up in California. She says, my mother was mortified because she just wanted to be like the Adams family. She just liked the black. She liked the aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. The, and, and being different, quirky. Right. But it all took off so quickly and spun very much out of his control. Wow. So um, it's Zena, and I'll kind of quickly just say about this because, and the reason why I'm going to quickly tell you about Zena and her relationship with her son and kind of what happened there is because it's really hard to find information like okay. directly from Google or like interviews with Zena. But it seems that that relationship was very strained and just not a close one. And it remained that way until he tragically died. Oh, wow. Last December, December 19th of 2022, at just 44 years old. Wow. 
I want to read you his obituary, Katie. Okay. And then tell you some stuff that I saw on Facebook. Tell me more. Yes, please do. Read it. Okay, this is the obituary for her son. It is with heavy hearts that we announce the passing of Stanton Zaharoff LeVay, age 44. Stanton was a beloved husband, father, and friend. He was a larger-than-life villain in the eyes of some and a hero in the eyes of many. Stanton was a brilliant writer, an intellectual genius, and talented in the arts. Did he write this himself? That's right. I'm going to write my own obituary. It's going to be just as raving. <laughs> okay, to continue. He was not afraid to speak the truth. He knew how to have a fun time. He embodied good and evil. He had a doctorate. He had a doctorate in satanic theology that was presented to him by his grandfather and father figure, Anton LaVey, the author of the Satanic Bible and the creator of modern Satanism. Never again will another inhabit this world the way Stanton did. We are all at a great loss. He will be missed by those who loved him, but never forgotten. His mythology will only grow through the ages. Hail Stanton LeVay. Hail Stanton. His name is very close to Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you just go full Satan? That would have been wild. And it says Stanton is survived by his dedicated wife, Sharon LeVay, and their two sons, his godfather, Richard Lamparski, and extended family. Not even a mention of his, his mother. mother. And she's still alive. She is still alive. I thought she was passed, but she's still alive. What? And he had, and they put in the obituary that he has a doctorate. Presented. To, I could say I have a doctorate presented <laughs> by my friend Katie. You now have a doctorate in <gasps> Miss Taylor Allison Swift. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my next Everybody around applause for Amy. <laughs> Why are we so cheesy? I, I love, love it. it. Okay. So I mentioned the satanic panic. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that right now. In the 1980s in the United States, there was a moral panic about satanic ritual abuse, sometimes referred to as the satanic panic. This is, I could do a whole story just on this little thing I'm going to tell you right now. It started with the publication of the now discredited memoir called Michelle Remembers. And that was published in 1980 and culminated in the McMartin preschool trial. Just sometime we got to talk about the McMartin preschool trial. Okay. It's crazy. A heavily publicized trial, which ran from 1984 to 1990, during which prosecutors managed through aggressive and leading questions to get over 300 of the preschool's children to testify that they had been sexually abused by their teachers as part of satanic rituals. None of that was true, Katie. None of that was true. Wow. They tricked 300 kids with bribery. Over six And years? leading questions. Yeah. The charges were all eventually dropped. Okay. Not after many lives were destroyed. Right. Media coverage during the trial tended to side with the prosecutors and often singled out the Church of Satan as the culprit. We will have. Yeah, you will have to do it's, that. I've it's seen sad. documentaries. About it. It's devastating. That's so sad. Could you imagine if you and I had a daycare in the 80s and they just 
That's what it was like. Once you say something like that, there's no taking it back, whether it's true or false. Right. It's always lingering. Is Mm -hmm. that true? Is that true? But um, one of the things, and that's not, this isn't in my story right now, but that I remember from teaching myself about the McMartin preschool trial is the kids would get so twisted up that they had eventually started saying, well, one or two, you know, and then they would lead the questions to get the other kids to say it, that while their parents were at work during the day, the preschool teachers would lead horses into the building and slaughter them, cut their throats right in front of them. What? Katie, if you cut a horse's jugular, I'm, can you imagine the blood? If you spread? cut a person's alone, a horse. But there was never any blood found. So you know what they said? Well, they must have cleaned it up. So yeah, I mean, it's it's really a crazy story. Maybe if people do want to know more about that, I can do a deep dive on it. But yeah. it's crazy. Wow. But when all of this was going on, this led Zena to volunteer to serve as the Church of Satan's first spokesperson. Um, she had called her dad, and she's like, um, Dad, we're not murdering or touching children. Like, I think somebody should say something. Yeah. And he was just kind of like, I'm just going to let it ride. And Zena was like, no, I, I can get in front of this. I can talk to people. And maybe you can find some interview clips of Zena because I watched a bunch of them. Okay. And Katie, she's so soft-spoken. Really? She's so even keel. You know me, I get excited. and <laughs> People be like, oh, yeah, she's clearly evil. <laughs> I get amped up. I know you were doing it on a phone call yesterday. But, but I'm, you know, I don't worship Satan, anyone. But I just thought it was really a neat contrast to yeah. what you think Satanism is. And then you have this petite, little, blonde, very attractive, just speaking to you in a soothing tone about how... They're not That's doing how that. Satan gets that you. is, he comes to you <laughs> disguised as everything you want. I felt compelled to defend Satanism primarily because you have to understand growing up in this religion, I almost began to regard it as a kind of problem sibling. It was like my brother. It was under attack when all of these horrendous accusations were happening. And I called my father and I asked him what his media strategy was to deal with it. And he confessed that he had no media strategy whatsoever. He didn't care. At that point, he was living in a complete isolated bubble. My mother had left him. So I said, well, if you need anybody to answer questions or just to answer a phone call or something, I said, I can do it. From there, I became the high priestess of the Church of Satan. In 1985, a U.S. news show called 2020 accused the Satanic Bible of being responsible for child daycare sexual abuse, allegations which were new then. Oh, this is why I just told you where she called her father. I apologize. That's okay. So, um, that is really all it is. I wanted to show you this final picture and tell you a couple more things. Okay. Doesn't that look exactly she does look very similar to Taylor Swift. Yeah. So I, when I first heard this rumor that, you know, the Church of Satan has cloned the, the high <laughs> priestess and it's Taylor Swift. I mean, obviously I didn't buy in fully, but I was like, that's interesting. That's interesting. I need to hear more about that. But the more I dug into it, they didn't have that kind of money. They're not, they're not, they're not cloning anybody. So I'm going to say that's not the clone, but okay. um, 
I was also going to tell you that I looked Stanton LeVay okay. up on Facebook. Yeah. And let me just read That's you. the sun, right? That's the sun. That's her son. And he had another ex-wife. Her name was Zandora LeVay. And so she posted December 22nd, 2022 on her Facebook account. Yes. <laughs> Let me, it actually led like this. It actually led like this. Hi, friends. Yes, I know my ex-husband, Stanton LeVay, passed. I appreciate the words of kindness and checking in, but I'm more than okay. That's all I have to say about that. Thank you. <laughs> and then I scrolled down through the comments and somebody commented, could just be the way, I, the way I read that, but dot, 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 dot. That sounds like he was a real douchebag. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> she responded to this comment. Stop. And said, you read it correctly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm going to go out on a limb. Is she Taylor Swift with the ex fashion? And say Stanton's ex-wife was not a fan. Wow. Further, I found some, and I didn't do a deep dive on him because it wasn't about him. I really just kind of wanted to tell you the crazy story about Zena, but her son has some pretty serious kidnapping, SA, just, he wasn't a great guy. That he had done. He had kidnapped and assaulted a 19-year-old girl with his wife, one of his oh. ex-wives. Might have been that one. I don't remember. But, yeah, he was kind of a, a shady character. Um, Zena is still alive today. I think she'd be 60 today. I tried to find a current interview. Really? I tried to find a the Google. Heck? I tried to find just... What are you up to today? Yeah, where's she living at? Like, is she going to church on Sundays or is she right. still worshiping? Well, Satan? I can tell you that she did renounce okay. Satanism. Okay. And she um, started doing Tibetan, like, um, Buddhist okay. stuff and, and became a teacher in that with, like, yoga and tantric movements. and Better than Satanism. Yeah, whatever you want to do, lady. All, yeah. I just wonder why she feels the, compelled to be so active in any kind of organized religion. Right. To, to go from one extreme to the other. Yeah. That's but she's she's not giving interviews. I mean, maybe I can find her, write her a letter. Oh, that'd be so fun. I'm still waiting for another letter from your Patreon episode. Yes. Yeah, so I'll see if I can find an, an active address. Okay. I'll try to look for it, too. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. So that's all I was going to tell you about is the conspiracy theory that your girl, Taylor Swift, is the clone of the High Priestess of the Church of Satan. I am okay if she is. I don't think she is. No, I don't buy it. Either. But she does have strong power as though she were. That's when I was first like, well, she is kind of magical. So let she me really, see what's going on here. Yeah. To have 90,000 people three nights in a row. Mm. That's crazy. They're crazy. The vibes are um, extreme fangirling. Yep. They are ex-boyfriends. <laughs> Um, non-stop albums. Yeah. My vibes are evil. Evil. Demonic. Lions. Lions. And debunking conspiracy theories. Yes. Yes. That's so fun. Well, this has been another episode of What's, What's the, the Vibe? vibe? <laughs> With Katie and Amy. That's right. I forgot that part. We don't, I, we're 
working on it. It'll come to us. But yeah, it's been another episode. Thank you so much. I can't wait to share about Taylor Swift. Bye. Bye.